Welcome to Enchenio and Strength Podcast. This is a podcast to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get your business off the ground with simple, easy, and effective mindset and business strategies. I am your host, Maria C. Krause. I love music, and I'm fully aware that I can't sing, but I do it anyways. It's the little things in life that spark my soul. I'm fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I also love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I bring special guests from all over the world, from different backgrounds and niches of expertise, who share their unique story and their most valuable tools, tips, and strategies to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. We cover everything from branding, mindset tools, Facebook ads, how to start a podcast, how to build a Facebook group, you name it. We're here to help you and empower you to build a life and business you always dreamed of. Enjoy this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unchanging Strength Podcast. We have a very, very special guest today. We have Sarah Davis. Hi, lovely. How are you? Hello. <laughs> yep. So nice to have you here. Sarah is an awareness coach, and she empowers by example. Sarah, tell us a little bit about yourself so everybody can get to know you. Yeah, so um, I grew up in the north of Chicago, small town, you know, very naive with, to all the things to life. Uh, when I was 19, I chose to do an internship at Disney World. And when I came back, I ended up going to college in Chicago, downtown Chicago. And I always call it the time in my life when I really started getting my bubble popped, right? Because when you grow up in certain spots, right, you you have different layers and all the things. Um, and then once you start going out and growing up and experiencing new things and new ideas and different types of people, different types of food cultures and all the things, I say it as your bubble gets popped, right? Yep. Certainly they're kind of like the onion metaphor mm-hmm. in Shrek, right? Yeah. Um, but I ended up meeting my ex and we were in a very toxic relationship. We, it was abusive. It was, um, all of the things a relationship should not be. And I ended up in the South side of Chicago for, I lived in and out of the city for like three years. And then I remember when, when people are in abusive relationships, right? A lot of, a lot of people call it the enough is enough moment. Like when you finally look in the mirror and you're like, okay, that's it. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Right. So I had my enough is enough moment the last time and final time that I saw my ex. And I remember after that, when I came home, excuse me, and I really looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, why? It really started asking myself, why? Like, why did you allow this person to bring you down this low? Like, why did you allow yourself to put your to be in these certain types of events? Why did you allow yourself to do these certain types of things in, in order to live a certain lifestyle? Like why, what is it about you that allowed certain things to happen in your life? Right. And that's when things really started moving for me. I really started doing a lot of deeper inner work. I really started building my awareness and I really started listening to different people. I did different courses from like Ty Lopez. And then as I got older, I got into more psychology, like Jordan Peterson and stuff we spoke about. Um, 
Sarah, can I ask you, when yeah. you asked yourself that question, were you able to answer it? Like, no. were you able to give yourself a straight answer? No. No. Nope. I, it took me years to be able to do that. Yep. Yeah. It, it's, it's, but it's something that I believe is very important. I believe that everybody needs to start with why. Like, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, we'll talk about the course and everything, but in the course that I'm creating right now, that's really a fundamental part of manifesting. It's really asking yourself why, like, why do you want certain things? Yeah. Why do you live a certain type of way? Why do you want to go to certain places? Why? Like, what is the reasoning behind what's the root cause? Right. And then from there is when you really start to realize and you really start to open your perspective and start to understand who you are a little bit better. So and- and when it comes to toxic relations, do you reckon that sometimes our why is just based on pure ego? Sometimes, yes. Why this person doesn't love us the way they we want them to love us? Why they can't see us for who we are? Why they can't? Why they can't love us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, noticing us or treat us how we were supposed to be treated, mm-hmm. and we just keep fighting that. And can we keep going back, hoping yeah, that I... that person will see it? Yeah, I think that when it comes to ego, right? You know, I have kind of I have kind of a weird relationship with ego cuz I do I don't believe that the ego is all bad. You no. know, a lot of a lot of times people speak about like breaking down your ego and really getting rid of the ego. I don't think you should get rid of your ego because I think the ego has a certain self-identity in it. But your ego can become so controlling that you don't see the reality of things. And that's, and that's really the point in asking why. Because you're trying to get to the reality and the trueness and the, and the honest truth of the situation. And I think that if your ego has been leading you and guiding you for so long and you don't understand um, where it came about, then you're pretty much lost in it, right? You, you, you think that that's when, when the ego is guiding you, it's when things are happening to you and when you're not making things happen, right? Yeah. When your ego becomes balanced and it's like your ego and your spirit and your, it's your mind, body, and soul, right? When you, when you are in infinity, when you have all three in balance, in mm-hmm. right? In alignment, that's when it becomes you are starting to make things happen, but you have to really get to like the root of it. You have to ask yourself why, and you have to break down the ego, right? You do have to do that. And it takes a lot of work and it's not easy, right? I I tell people that all the time, especially if they're coming out of an abusive situation. Um, It's not easy. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) Lord help me. I think it's like you go through all the stages. It's like those stages when like somebody dies. It's like the stage of like, you know, grief and forgiveness and like, you know, all that anger and resentment. And you go through Mm -hmm. every stage of it until you find like, okay, this is it. I'm letting it go. The only part I didn't do was go and ask for, I didn't ask for forgiveness. I asked for forgiveness to myself, but I didn't go ask him for forgiveness. I remember. I wanted nothing to do with him anymore. Yeah. As long as I was in peace, I'm like, okay, this is it. But um, but I think it it is. You you go through the stages. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and that's the thing about 
I feel like a lot of levels that we go through, there's always reoccurring stages that we have to go through too. Once you build your awareness and once you really start understanding certain things, you understand that certain things come with different levels, right? And there's, there's different stages to healing, right? When you first do like the first, again, we can talk about like the bubble again, when you first do the first level of healing, right? It's, it's, a th- I think it's a thinner bubble, right? And we, we go through the thinner bubble, but we have to go through the same stages, right? And then when we go through the other one, it's a little bit thicker, but we have to go through the same stages mm-hmm. and it goes deeper and deeper and deeper until you get to stuff like shadow work. Um, but once you have your awareness and you start understanding that it really is simple, we just make it complex because that's what our brains do. Then it becomes easier. It becomes, you become more understanding. You become more like, okay, that's why I'm emotionally drained. And I just want to sleep for 16 fucking hours because I'm at the stage yeah. to where I'm truly purging and I'm releasing all of the things that no longer serve me. And that's totally fine. And I'm allowing myself to do this, right? It becomes more of an understanding of self and you become more gentle with, with the stages that you have to go to, mm-hmm. to get to the manifestations that you're trying to get to, if that makes sense. I hope that wasn't too like out there. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. No, no, you're right. It's just like going through the, pro- allowing yourself to go through the process and uh, yes. through all the stages as well, because when we try to skip one of the stages, it's definitely coming back and haunt you. <laughs> it's like, Hey, and it's the same thing in business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same thing in business. Like if you take it and I think that's interesting, actually, I just thought about that. Like, cause when I first started off, I really started learning from business people. And then I got into like people like Jordan Peterson. Then I got into psychology and philosophy and stuff like that. But when I first started doing my healing work, like Ty Lopez, right? I don't know if anybody knows who Ty Lopez is, but he, at least when I was learning from him, I still believe he is, but he's like one of the top marketers in the world, right? He online marketers. And I took his 67 steps course, but he's very business-minded. He's very like philosophical. Um, He's got this like mad genius style, right? Mm -hmm. And he has a lot of information, but he's a businessman, right? And that's who I started learning from. And then I started taking that, like the, the things that I learned in business. And I, when I was asking myself why I started taking that and honing it into like the self work and realizing that it's almost the same things. Like when you do your marketing, when you have to do your, there's certain things that you have to do in business in order to be able to grow. And there's certain, and it's a constant for every single business. They have to do it. There's certain things that you have to do in self-work that's a constant and everybody yeah. has to do it, yeah. right? It's almost like they intertwine a little bit. I don't know the connection yet because I just came up with that. So <laughs> I'm going to have to dig deeper on that one for sure. That's interesting. <laughs> I, like I literally that. just thought about that. I was like, wow, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's there we go. <laughs> it's interesting what we get when, we, when we're listening what we're saying, right? That mm-hmm. it's like, just blah. I'm like, oh, hold on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm out of my mouth now. <laughs> I think I'm onto something. <laughs> <laughs> but I see you. You're right. It's, I always say like, you know, your business, especially with the type of business that we do, like as coaches, as healers, mm-hmm. it's like, those things do go yeah. together. You want to create something that goes in line and then flow that, you know, combines yeah. both things and, and it makes sense and it, and it feels good to you and to the people who are on the other side who are either, you know, people who are following you, who are going to be your clients. You want to create that thing, that alignment in between the two of them. 
Yeah. I think that's a, um, it's kind of a hard thing nowadays for especially younger people who are getting into business and there's so much information online and there's so many people saying, if you do this, you'll make a million dollars. If you do that, you'll make a million dollars. I made $800 million in five years. Wow. Right. All of these things. But a part of doing self-work is a part of really understanding what the business is that really goes with yourself and being authentic in what it is that you do and being able to do that. Right. And leading, especially for women, one of the hardest things is really understanding that you can lead with your heart and you can take that into your business Mm -hmm. because so many women think that they have to take on this over everybody has masculine and feminine feminine energy but that when it comes to business every women tend to think that they have to be overly masculine and it doesn't resonate with who they are truly yeah. authentically yeah. right and yeah. they and they believe they have this belief that it it's covering up the the feminine energy that they truly want to lead with but it it's not how it works you have to lead with what really resonates with you because you're going to have people who need that thing, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody has something that somebody else needs, right? And if you're a business owner, you just have to really hone in and figure out what that thing is, what it is to you. And you don't even have to be a business owner. Maybe you're an accountant, right? I could never sit there and do fucking numbers for hours a day. I would go insane, but there are people where their brain operates that way. And we need people like that. I need someone like that. Please come and help me. (laughs) I need you to do what I cannot do. And that's okay. You can't do everything. The way you put it is perfect. It is because there is some Uh people not. I remember when, when I started my business, like, they're like, Oh, I want to convince everybody to start their own business. And it's like, no, certain people don't want to, because they want to do something else and it's be able to see that you know because I see a lot of people you know sometimes online going like oh you should what are you waiting for to start your own business the freedom and this and that let's stop selling lies because at the first year (laughs) there's no fucking freedom okay (laughs) I just snorted this is (laughs) <laughs> this is how seriously funny this okay. part is <laughs> because it's true especially as you said, we lean so much on the masculine as well on the first year of business that we are all in go 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 action 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 the hustle yeah. mentality which we are taught as well we are taught that if we work really really hard for two three years in our business we finally going to have the freedom you know yeah. and it was interesting you don't have to work anymore you don't have <laughs> But BS, you have to work. You're going to have to keep working. You want a business, you want to keep working. But I remember this woman in a group once said, she was like, oh, my husband doesn't support me because every time I want to work in my business, he wants to go out for dinner and this and that. And I'm like, shit, girl. I was like, I wish I had somebody like that who would pull me out of work and be like, let's yeah. go for dinner and treat me out for yeah. dinner. Instead of thinking mm-hmm. that this person is actually dragging you down or to making you stop going after your dreams, which is not. I mean, you need that fucking mm-hmm. break. You need... You need to start mm-hmm. creating that freedom, I think, from the moment. The balance. Yeah, the balance. But the not balance. waiting for that moment to happen. Finally, when I make like the five figures, six figures, I'm yeah. going to have the freedom that I want. You know, something that I really think, and I know where you're not in the States, right? But for people in the States, something that I, I personally um, 
I believe is a misrepresentation of life period is this whole idea of retiring. Like you literally spend your life at a place that you don't enjoy to get the money so that mm-hmm. one day you'll be able to do all of the things that you want to do right now. Right. Yeah. And you retire and then all of a sudden you're free. Right. But what, what kind of life is that really? Like, why would you not want to spend a life doing something that you're passionate about that brings value to you and you can do for the rest of your life and have the freedom in that, right? There are people in certain countries, I think, I believe it's Thailand or Vietnam, like they do not retire. They literally work until they die because they have a passion for what they do. They don't believe in retirement. They believe in going until you die because it's what you do and it's what you love. Why can you not have that mentality? And if you're like an accountant or something and you love what you do, if you're a doctor and you love what you do, you can do Mm -hmm. those things. It might not look the same when your hands don't, if you're a doctor and your hands don't work the same, it might not look the same. Maybe you go over to lectures. Maybe you start lecturing, um, different doctors who are coming up in the game, right? If you have a niche or whatever it is, but why do we have this idea that we have to like totally stop doing what it is that we're doing to have this freedom? Like, what is this freedom that you're really looking for? Why can't you do it now? I don't, I I've really started to hone in on this with people and myself really like if you can't appreciate what's in front of you, what makes you think you're going to appreciate the thing when that you want so bad? right? When you get there, because, because then once you get to that place, when you're on vacation, all you're really thinking about is when you have to go home and how you don't want it to end. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) So are you really appreciating it? Like having the weekends off. Yeah. It's like having the weekends off and having that anxiety on Sunday night already. The Sunday during the day already, you can't enjoy it because you have to go to work on Monday. Right. And you don't, and and you don't have to be a business owner to like be able to hone in on this. You don't have to be a business owner to be able to have daily freedom in what it is that you do but think it's defining what we want mostly like you know what is the idea what is what's the meaning of success for us what's the meaning of freedom Mm -hmm. for us because it's different for everybody you know it's like it's the same as like confidence it means something different for everybody but into hone into that not into what we think it should be that is the Mm -hmm. house the cars the holidays Mm -hmm. once a year you know for me personally, that wouldn't be any sort of freedom or success for me personally. Right. You know, it was nothing right. I ever chased. But for somebody else, it might be. But you have to make mm-hmm. sure that that is what you think for you, not for right. what other people. Yep. You know, and right. Because as you mm-hmm. said, it's like if you do love your job, then love your job. But do it because you love it, not because you're waiting for it yep. to finish at some stage so you can have the freedom Appreciate that you it. want. Exactly. Appreciate it appreciate all of like, and this is something, and this is not something that, that I don't want people to feel like I'm preaching or anything like that, because this is literally something that I am very much going through myself. Right. And, and to give a little backstory, I love to travel. So I found myself always, you know, being able to be in these travel situations, but then like dreading having to come home for some reason. And it was because I wasn't actually appreciating what it was that was in front of me. My perspective was very much like the only way that I would be able to achieve this thing is if I was here in this place. 
And it ended up when I was there in that place, I really wasn't doing the thing anyways, because I wasn't Mm -hmm. appreciating it fully. Right. Mm -hmm. And then recently it's been like, now I finally have (laughs) gotten to a space to where I literally, I sit outside every single morning with my dog and my coffee in my front yard. And I literally, I have a chair and a table in my front yard, like in the (laughs) middle of the fucking yard. (laughs) I'm pretty sure my neighbors think I'm crazy, but that's okay. And I just sit there and I look at the trees because in front of my house, it's just like a pasture with trees and a barn. Right. And I just look at the trees. I don't play anything. I listen to the birds sing and I do, and I do this every single morning. And this is a part of me appreciating mm-hmm. what's in front of me so that when I get to the next place, I can appreciate that. And I know how to, right. Yeah. Cause knowing how to appreciate something is different than just saying, just appreciate it. Yeah. Be grateful. Yeah. You have to know how to do the things and it takes practice. It sounds weird, but it takes practice to know how to be grateful and it takes practice to know how to appreciate. Yeah. It's not something that where you just sit there, you're going to be like, oh, this is beautiful. No, it it really (laughs) takes practice to hone in on the present moment and be able to do that thing. Right. Absolutely. I love that. I love it. It's like nobody has ever put in like that. You have to learn how to do those things. Mm -hmm. You do. Because it's not, it's a case of being able to, yeah, to appreciate those little things, those little moments in life. We always have yeah. to chase of like something bigger, something shinier, something, oh my God, it has to be this big magic breakthrough, you know, from our lives to be all perfect. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, it's just in front of you, you know, it's just yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Somebody said the other day in this state in my head, although I'm a, the kind of person that I believe everything happens for a reason, but mm-hmm. um, he said, the, f- the most fucked up thing the universe can do is send you something in the wrong, the same you the right person in the wrong time. Mm. And it just stayed with me, Sarah. And I'm like, oh my God. And it's like, I think it's like with a lot of things, you know, like, you know, the opportunities that come to you and yep. it's like, oh, but you were, you're just so blind to see them mm-hmm. because either you're feeling sorry for yourself or you just don't want to, or you just want to, or you rather whine and, you know, you know, <laughs> Right. right. You don't have the awareness it. to see the signs. You don't mm-hmm. pay attention. Yeah. yeah. Like you, so. you literally don't. That's just like, and I, I get so passionate when I talk about this. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's literally for me, it's just like people who sit there and pray and ask for a sign, but they, one, they never see it or two, they never take action towards that mm-hmm. prayer. Like you can't just sit there and pray to God and expect God to do everything for you. Like that's not how it works. You have to meet God half. It's a 50, 50 game. You have to take action towards what it is that you want to prove that it is what you want. And that it is something that you're really going to be able to hone in on and hold on to. Cause God is never going to give you something that you can't actually hold on to, right? You might get a taste of what something feels like so that you can move forward with that thing. Yes. Or like with that idea, you might get a taste of it, but he's never going to fully immerse you mm-hmm. in that thing until he knows that you're going to be able to treat the opportunity properly and to be able to see it and be grateful for it. Right. Gosh, you can't. It, I it's, like it's that. All about, yeah. yeah. It's all yeah. about awareness and perception, perspective, all the things. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I like that. He gives you that little taste. You know, when you're like, finally, like, oh, my God, life is going great. And then suddenly he's like, boom. No, you're not ready. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but you will do whatever it takes to get that feeling again. If you felt mm-hmm. it and you're like, shit, this is how I want to feel. 
Because we're saying, mm-hmm. no, there's people that go through toxic relationships and they're like, okay, I have my enough moment. And for some reason, they end up falling again into something yep. like that. And I've seen this yep. with women over and over again. And you're like, okay, yep. why, 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 you know? But it's that. And then that, that second time or that third time or that fourth time, it doesn't last as long as the first one because mm-hmm. they know what it feels like not to be in yep. that. You know, yep. and it's like, okay, now I'm going to do whatever it takes to get the fuck out again. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel, yeah, but I'm going to get yeah. out again. Mm-hmm. And so, but the sad thing is some people stay stuck, right? I think, and I think that, um, I believe that this goes with the whole like perspective of like victimhood and s- being a survivor, right? whether you're a victim and everything is happening to you, we talked about this earlier, or whether you're a survivor and you're making the things happen. Once you get a taste of something that really resonates with you, something that really um, you hone in on, once you get that taste and then you're back to like your reality, right? Then it becomes whether you're going to be a victim and be like, oh, why couldn't it stay? Why couldn't I just be in that moment forever? Why couldn't we just be in that good place? Or you become that person where how do I make sure that that is my reality? How do mm-hmm. I make sure that that's the thing that's always happening? Always. Yeah. That's the thing that's all my, the way my life is. Right. So for an example, when it comes to like me and travel, I told you earlier, I love to travel and I've been manifesting this lifestyle to where I'm able to travel where I want, when I want and how I want. Right. And that's the way that I put it in my personal letter to myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Last year, I got a taste of it. I was able to travel and I was able to do the things and I didn't really have to worry about any of the the circumstances because I was taken care of. I didn't even have to work, to be honest, Mm -hmm. because I had the money. I planned it and I had the money where I was safe and I was doing all of the things and it was okay. I got a taste of it. Now I'm back home and I am going on a, there is a trip that's coming up for me, but you know, I have another trip that's in mind that I really wanted. I got the taste. Now I'm trying to figure out how I can make it my reality. Like, how do I make this, this something that is a constant, like if I wanted to get up and go, I can get up and go. And that's Mm -hmm. a thing for me, right? How do I get there? What do I have to do? And I'm taking the action to get myself there. I'm not saying, woe is me. Why can, why couldn't I just be in Mexico forever? (laughs) Like, that's just not how it works. Whining, fix it. (laughs) <laughs> but it's just you had the taste and you know you were able to do it. So why not do it yes. again? That's yes. the thing. It's, it's there. Mm-hmm. It's possible. So fuck it. Do it again. Right. right. Figure Sunshine. it out. Tell me, Sarah, <laughs> tell me a little bit about your course. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm like, I, I love everything that is manifesting. And it's like, it is. Yeah. I believe in so much in the power of our words and the way we speak yeah. to ourselves and you knowing mm-hmm. the way we speak to the universe and to others. So tell me a little bit about it. <clears throat> Yeah. So the course itself, I'm, I'm calling it the foundations to creating your reality, right? Because I, and it's very simple. Like I believe in keeping the simple things simple. The more simple something is, the easier it is for us to really wrap our head around. And it's really easier for us to implement and take action on, right? Um, when it becomes too complex, it becomes way far out of reach. And we just, we end up becoming paralyzed by inaction and yeah. self-doubt. So 
the course itself is a is an accumulation of different foundational tools that I've used to be able to manifest my reality and to be able to manifest like where it is that I want to go in the future. Right. Um, and they're again, super simple tools. The lessons are super simple, but they're also lessons that are going to be able to evolve with you as you go through the different levels. Like we talked about earlier, it doesn't matter what level you're at. Mm-hmm. There's different things that happen. There's different phases that happen, um, and stages in whatever level. And it's just a constant thing. And you know, that it's there. These are foundational tools at whatever level you're at, you can revisit them and redo them. And it's going to get you to the next level that you're trying to get to, or it's going to get you to that big vision that you have, right? Big vision is the first foundational tool that I utilize within the course. So these are things that I've learned throughout years of self-development, taking courses like from, I said, from who I said, Ty Lopez, and then Nick Unsworth and his wife, Megan Unsworth and reading and doing like reading Seneca and, you know, Jordan Peterson. And you could tell I have my favorites. Yeah, (laughs) I constantly mention the same people. These are people who have made like huge impacts on me. And, you know, um, I just found it that a lot of times when I'm in certain crowds, when I'm in certain situations, I tend to gather a lot of younger people or people who are mentally on a certain level already. Right. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to the younger people, their questions more or less are like, where do, how do I start? And I had the same questions when I was that age. And that's really when I started, you know, going through my self-development and asking why and doing all the things. Right. And, and I understand how much information and how many different places I had to go to to get the tools and to get the foundations that I could use throughout whatever level. Like I had to go to multiple different places yeah. and I understand this and I understand how difficult it was and how hard it was. So yeah, I remember what it, what it was like being a kid and not, you know, knowing where to go and having to go to all these different places. So I really wanted to put everything all in one and have that single resource and have it be a tool that people can use in whatever level they're at and have that be a single like one-stop shop type thing so <laughs> I like that Sarah I like it. it's just like usually you know it's like oh there's different things for different kind of people for different levels you know when they really tell you hone in like who your ideal client is and sometimes it's yeah. not it's not the age it's not the social status it's not any of that mm-hmm. stuff that we've been taught I think it's more what we mm-hmm. go through that mm-hmm brings us together, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, um, when it comes to, you know, manifesting and like you said, um, really honing in on what you've been through. And for me, it's really getting to the authentic self, right? Really understanding what it is. And people talk about it all the time in business, like just be authentic. And for a young person, they're like, what the fuck does that mean? Exactly. (laughs) I thought that me living and me being me was being authentic. I'm confused, right? Absolutely. And I think this is really a way to really be able to hone in on what that actually means for you, right? Because these aren't, I'm not, the program is not something that's going to tell you. It's giving you the tools and giving you the why and Mm -hmm. how to get there that and what it is right the understanding of it i hope i'm explaining this right i hope that you makes are, sense. You are. But 
it's not it's not telling you what to do right because when i was younger it was like oh well if you run a social media marketing agency you're going to be a six figure earner within 18 months okay cool tried that didn't work if you do real estate real estate is the number one way to become a millionaire in the united states okay did that wasn't for me. Like, so this is really a way to kind of get out of the noise of social media and really hone in on self and understanding what authentic self truly means, because you can try all the different things. Like I did in my twenties, I did everything. Mm -hmm. Like I had more jobs. (laughs) (laughs) I had more jobs than probably anyone. Like I've done all of the things I've tried everything. And I finally got to a place to where I understood that in every single position I was in, I was always put into a position of either leadership or coaching, right? I was either training somebody on how to do what it is that we were doing, or I was like supervising someone and really like teaching. I was always teaching. Yeah. And I, and I built the awareness to understand this, but I used these foundational tools to get me there. And that's what these are for. Like, these are going to help you just understand what it is. Right. So it's, it's, um, it seems very basic, but it's very, it's like, again, the simple things that, that go with you Yes, the way they should. But sometimes so. that's what we need. You know, like, I don't know what I had, like about you, but like sometimes yeah. when I'm lost in my business, I just go back to the basics and I'm like, okay, let's go back to the why. Yes. Let's go back to those things that really, yep. really matter. Yes. Because it, yep. it, as you said, you can get lost in the whole noise of social media and, and especially yep. Especially when it comes to money. I mean, there's so much like make money like this, do this, do this, do this. And it's like everybody focuses on just the money. And it's like, why right. you want to make money? Why is it about right. you wanting to make money? Right. And, and there's a very different perspective of what you want personally as well. Like I said before, it's like what right. do you want personally and what you think you should have to right. fit in this society as well. And is this way of you making money going to be a way for you to be like, I want to retire? Or is this a way for you to make money to where you're going to be like, I could do this forever? Yeah. Right? Like you should want to be able, whatever you're doing, you should want to do it forever. You should have a passion for it. You shouldn't think about retiring. You shouldn't be like, I just, I don't want to do this anymore. I have zero interest. I'm just waiting until I turn 55 or whatever the fuck retirement. I don't even know. (laughs) <laughs> like, I literally don't even know what retirement age is. I don't even know if it's 55 anymore. It might be like 65 now, whatever it is. Am I only doing this until I can, you know, get that freedom that everybody talks about? Or am I doing this because it really like drives me? I wake mm-hmm. up in the morning and I'm excited. I wake up in the morning and I'm at peace. I'm, I feel balanced. I'm, you know, I have the awareness to understand what's going on around me and, yeah. and I'm able to hone in on that. Right. There's yeah. a different yeah. way of living. And I love it because the younger generation is really honing in on this aspect. And I think it's super beautiful. If you ever talk to like, you know, certain ages of, of people right now, I think it's amazing what's happening. And I yeah. think people are really honing in on this and it's, yeah. and it's absolutely beautiful. It, it so. is like it's it's interesting you mentioned that because yeah. I I'm I'm currently one of my clients is 22 years old and he's a male yeah. which is yeah absolutely out of my <laughs> perfect ideal client you know avatar right. 
And I'm like, when I was yeah. the opportunity presented, I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I want to work with him. I was like, yeah, I want to do sure. this. I was like, right. And I had a conversation with him and I had more stuff in common with that kid that somebody who's mm-hmm. 40 years old, who's not following mm-hmm. their passion and doing what they love, you know? Yep. And, yep. and yeah, he was lost. Absolutely normal to be lost at that age. My God. Right. Oh. That's why I'm here. People yes. are lost at 60 and 80 yes. and 90. Like you, it doesn't have an age. It's what, where are you mentally? Yeah, <laughs> like, where exactly. are you with your awareness? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, how well do you know yourself? How well did you live the things that you wanted to live? How mm-hmm. much risk did you take? How much adventure were you able to do? Like, yeah. And that was my why for a long time. I cover the why in the foundations too. But that was my why for a really long time. My why was I don't want to be 90 years old on my deathbed with regrets. Like there's so many stories that you hear of people like, I wish I would have taken that risk. I wish yeah. I would have just tried that thing. Yeah. Right. And I don't I didn't ever want to be that. And I think that's why in my 20s, I did so much stuff. Right. And now the thing my thing is my why is I want to see the world. Like I literally want to discover. I want to have adventure. I want to experience life in multiple different um, perspectives and ways and foods and (laughs) wines and just all the things. Right. (laughs) Right. But I have that and you can see the beautiful thing about knowing your why and knowing things like your big vision and knowing what affirmations work for you at this Mm -hmm. point in time. I'm giving my course away basically. (laughs) But when you know these things, right. When you understand these things, it like becomes a part of you. Yes. Yeah. Right. When I say my, why you can hear the excitement in my voice. Right. When I say my affirmations now, like, you know, like I am a powerful alchemist. I'm a powerful manifester. Like these are my affirmations that I tell myself every single morning. Mm -hmm. And I, and I have power in it when I say it and I believe it. Right. When you get to a point to where you have that understanding, you can be lost, but, but have the tools to get you to where you're comfortable. Maybe you're still lost, but at least you're comfortable being lost now. (laughs) (laughs) Like you have a belief now. (laughs) Like, you know, I was lost for a long time. I still think I'm lost sometimes. (laughs) We all do. We all do. I mean, it's it's part of life. I think, you know, you, when the people say it's like, I have to get my shit together. And I'm like, Oh man, you can spend your whole life trying to get your shit together. But you know, it's just what it is. I love you, oh, man. <laughs> Let me tell you a few things. Someday when I get my shit together. That's funny. Oh, gosh. But it's, it's, I think it's the, it's the beauty of life of being able to experience, to hit yourself against the wall, getting back up, yes. you know, falling, you know, rolling, all that kind of thing, jumping up in the sky. But yes. it is, it's, it, we can't have one without the other, you know, it's, it's always, there's, we, we appreciate what we have when I'm fortunate when we are the lowest and then we're like, okay, this is what I want. This is what we're going to go yep. and change. But um, yep. Sarah, thank Amen. you so much. Oh my God. I, mean, I could be, I could, literally could be talking to you forever. We have spoken about over an hour before we started the podcast. So yeah. I'm sure we're yep. <laughs> that after as well. <laughs> but, uh, Sarah, if anybody wants to reach out, talk to you, get to know you more, get to work with you, uh, where they can find you. 
Yeah. So any social media platform, you can find me at aspiring Sarah D. I shouldn't say any, I would, um, Facebook and Instagram. I don't have TikTok or any of those things. Okay. Also on YouTube, I, I have videos that I try to come out with weekly. So at aspiring Sarah D on YouTube as well, you can find me there and yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yay. And now we see it. So I'll drop everything here. And uh, yeah, and you can reach out to Sarah, so Facebook, Instagram. And Sarah, before we, before we wrap up, what's the first place you're going to go when, you be, when you're traveling? Or where are you going to go next? Where am I going to go where's next? Your fa- where is your wife following you to? <laughs> well, I do have, I have a road trip planned for New Mexico and Utah okay. um, in October. So that I have a, that might be my first place, but I've been getting, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> the itch. <laughs> we'll see. I might be in Costa Rica. I might be in Bali. I don't know. We're gonna guess it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll keep following you anyways. Oh my God. So hopefully somewhere, somewhere in the world we'll meet anyways, yes. personally. Love you. Thank yes. you so, so much. I really appreciate you being here and sharing your magic, your beauty everything thanks thank you thank you for having me i appreciate it so much <laughs> thanks everybody for listening and yeah we'll drop i'll drop everything here and in the caption and uh we'll catch you next time thank you so much love you. bye Charming. <laughs> thanks for tuning in lovies i love to hear your thoughts and opinions so drop your comments or give us a shout i'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for free visit updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life.